It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What up? Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a great show lined up for you. You're going to hear from Dave Lapham today. You're going to hear from Bill Lazor today on a variety of topics. A.J. Green, yes, he will come up. So will former offensive line coach Paul Alexander. You're not going to believe what Dave Lapham said about Paul Alexander and the practice that he used to put the offensive lineman through. But I want to start with something that I just can't believe. I mean, I I came on here yesterday, and I ranted because I was freaking frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. By the way, when I recorded yesterday's podcast, I didn't know, and now I do. And let's start with this. A.J. Green is going to be out for a little bit, week to week, does not need season-ending surgery with that turf toe injury. Um, He's expected to be reevaluated after the Ravens game, so it's Saints and Ravens. I think that Ravens game is huge, and it stinks that he's not going to be out there. And we'll talk more about that, but first, let's hear from Dave Lapham. This from Bengals Line yesterday. He was on 700 WLW with Lance McAllister. This is Dave Lapham on A.J. Green's injury, the severity of it, and, and really... The recovery time, et cetera. This is really good stuff from Dave Lapham. That's a tough injury for a receiver, a running back, that makes his living getting in and out of cuts, you know, accelerating, decelerating, all those kind of things. I mean, if you can't run, you can't play. And so I think that it's that same type of situation. So fortunately, I mean, it's a recurring thing a little bit. Fortunately, no no surgery is required, but he is, uh, he is up in Green Bay, Dr. Anderson, who moved from Charlotte to Green Bay, who op- operated on Tyler Eifert's uh, injury. He's the specialist. AJ's up there seeing him as we speak. He was up there today. So uh, he's going to rehab. And, uh, you know, it's just going to take some time. The thing that I'm encouraged by, if there indeed there is no surgery necessary, he traditionally is a quick healer. The guy's a freak. I mean, he... His body is a temple. I mean, he, he takes care of himself as well as anybody in the National Football League. So normally, he is on the quick end of injuries. He's a very, very fast healer. So if it were scheduled to be a month, maybe he's ready in two weeks. If it was six weeks, maybe he's ready in three, whatever the situation may be. But as we all know, every injury is different, every body is different, every recovery is different. But A.J. in the past has shown he's on the quicker end. 
and hopefully that'll be the case this time. But with him out, man, Tyler Boyd all of a sudden will find out what it's like to be the number one guy in terms of doubling. And in, in this case, he will be matched up with Marshawn Lattimore, the shutdown cornerback for the uh, New Orleans Saints. He basically lines up against number one receiver, and his uh, defensive coordinator, Dennis Allen, says, you got that guy, you eliminate that part of the field, and I'm going to use all my zone and man coverage combinations on the other areas of the football field because you're a shutdown guy. And uh, I wonder if he'll be the one that uh, Tyler Boyd will be the one that they choose to do that with. And then everybody else is going to have to win. Whoever is left in man coverage, you know, against a lesser player is going to have to win. Bottom line. They are going to have to win. No doubt about it. They're going to have to win. And I'm curious and and wondering, and you're going to hear from Bill Lazor coming up. How is Bill Lazor going to deploy this offense? You know, I mean, you're going to get Giovanni Bernard back, I think. He practiced yesterday. John Ross, from what I heard, looked good in practice yesterday. So you're going to have those guys. They can play. Some of you might not believe that with John Ross, but I've seen it. He can play. But what needs to happen is he needs to be used. You need to use him. You know, I I mean, right now, the way the Bengals have used John Ross, it's simple. it's, It's that thing in the bottom of your freezer that you bought and you were excited about and you forgot to cook. It, it's the the ingredients. They have the ingredients. They haven't used that part of them, and this kind of forces them to do so. They have the ingredients to make the meal. Now A.J. Green goes down their go-to, so they're going to have to use something else. The speed that Ross plays with, done. Make him a part of it. I, I think that's the the biggest thing that I see from the outside looking in. I don't think John Ross, for the most part, feels a part of things. Oh, run this deep route. We, we might throw you one a game. But he doesn't feel like he's a part of the offense. He, I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to speak for him, and I'm speculating here. But just watching what I've seen, does it feel like he's a part of it? No. And from what I've talked to, who I've talked to, he knows the playbook. From who I've talked to, uh, physically, when he's healthy, certainly has the talent and the ability. Is there a confidence issue? Yes. So you know what that means? Early on against the Saints, get him some confidence. Because what this Saints game is more than anything is a test. Not to win. I don't think anyone expects them to win. Do you expect them to win? I don't expect them to win Sunday. But it's a test. On It's a test before the week that you have to win. You have to win against Baltimore. So it's a test in Bill Lazor and Andy Dalton and John Ross and the defense and the running backs. all Everybody. It's a test to see how they can perform without their best player. And it's an opportunity. There's no doubt about that it's an opportunity. Bill Lazor was on Adam Schefter's podcast, and here's Lazor on A.J. Green being out and the young players getting an opportunity that includes Ross, Malone, et cetera. Here's Adam Schefter and Bill Lazor. Well, I can't predict what's going to happen yep. uh, with A.J., but I know this. when In this league, when a guy goes down – it takes everybody to pick up the slack. And we come out of the Tampa game going into the bye feeling good about the momentum we gained in the run game, and that always helps. It helps not only move the ball, keep the chains moving and score points, but it, it opens other things up. You know, we've we've obviously had Tyler Boyd really emerge this year as a, as a an excellent player, and we had, it's probably time anyway for other guys to do the same. Yep. It's kind of been the story. So, uh 
we're trying to we're trying to get the tide to go up around here so that all the boats rise <laughs> and you know it, it, it's it, it's never easy to replace a starting player when you have a great player it's even harder so we're not going to put it on anyone who are those young other players who need to step up here whose time has come john ross We've played John Ross, we've played Alex Erickson, we've played Josh Malone, we've played Cody Core. They, they've all played. Yep. They've all had opportunities and uh, continue to. And so uh, I don't think there's any big secret. I think, I think they're, they're all going to continue to get their chance, and uh, maybe different people are rooting for different ones. But it's truly one of those situations where here's the opportunity. Take it. Go get it. And uh, it's kind of the way it should be, right, in well, football. That's the way Tyler Boyd has done this season. He's, no doubt. He's been no doubt. fantastic when you watch him this year. No doubt. And and more than any place I've ever been, I've seen uh, teams double-team a receiver here in A.J. Green. And then finally, a few weeks ago, was the first time that we've seen them double A.J. and Tyler. So I'd never been anywhere before where they doubled, too. So I guess that's a sign for Tyler that he that he's getting the respect. But the 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 reality is when when teams look at you that way and they see maybe that Tyler's converting a lot of third downs to first downs statistically well they're, this is the NFL right so they're they're crazy for not trying to take him away yeah. well that creates opportunities for other guys and and uh, whether it be the tight end or the running back or or the other receivers and and we talk about it all the time in the red zone where it happens a lot but for us now it's happening on third down in the field also when someone gets doubled than the guy who's one-on-one has got to win and you never know when it's going to be you so that's that's the way we're approaching it and that's why there's so much opportunity for all these other guys to step forward right now they have to step forward and that's uh that's bill laser bengal's offensive coordinator on the adam schefter podcast look yeah they do no doubt about it they have to step forward but i'm frustrated and you, you know I'm frustrated if you listen to yesterday's podcast. I'm frustrated for a variety of reasons. You're going to hear more from Dave Lapham. You're going to hear more from Bill Lazor. And, and up next, we're going to get into why I'm so frustrated. Why, as a fan, I think you should be frustrated. Why, on the, from the outside looking in, and based on what I know and what I have and haven't heard, why it's complete BS that we're having this conversation about Cody Core and Auden Tate and Josh Malone being forced into duty. It's insane. And I'll explain why next. But first, a word from Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing you with experiences that are going to last a lifetime. It's awesome, awesome, awesome. So let's say you want to get tickets to Sunday's game against New Orleans or in a couple weeks the Bengals take on the Browns, and the Bengals take on the Broncos, all at Paul Brown Stadium, you go to Vivid Seats and get the best deals. They are great at what they do. I love Vivid Seats. I use the Vivid Seats app. You can check out vividseats.com as well, but they're going to help you find tickets to your favorite live events, from sports to concerts, theater, and more. They offer great prices, an easy purchasing experience, and with a the promo code locked on, you're going to receive $20 off your order of 200 bucks or more for first-time customers. So all you got to do, you go to the App Store, you go to Google Play, download the Vivid Seats app, enter promo code locked on and get $20 off $200 or more. Any order of 200 bucks or more, get 20 bucks off. Do it. All you have to do is be a new customer, use promo code locked on, and by the way, every single confirmed order 
is backed by a 100% guarantee. So download the Vivid Seats app. Use promo code Locked On today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm James Erpine and this is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I I admit I'm annoyed. I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I'm whatever you want. Uh, whatever you want to describe, annoyed, or any synonym you want to use for frustrated, it, it makes zero sense for the Bengals to be in this position. It, and let me explain why. When did they find out that A.J. Green was injured? Was it this past weekend on the bye? Did he fall down the steps or slip? Or No, it, it was nine days ago now. Nine days ago, A.J. Green injured his toe. Turf toe, right? Potential, uh, turf toe, he's in a boot, it's concerning, it's worrisome. Why not bring in Des Bryant, Jeremy Macklin, uh, Bruce Ellington, Kenny Britt? Why not bring in those guys for a workout, right? Like, why not do that last week when it's the bye week? It would have made a hell of a lot of sense, right? I mean, you have the bye week, you have a chance to get them up to speed, and let's say you don't want to sign any of them yet, but at least you know. So now today, or yesterday, you could have signed one of them. You could have thought, okay, well, can this guy help us not only Sunday, but maybe next week against Baltimore? You would have already done your due diligence. And what makes it so much worse, <laughs> makes it so much worse, is Des Bryant is in New Orleans today working out for the Saints. Brandon Marshall's in New Orleans today working out for the Saints. The Saints have one of the best offenses in the league. And you know what they're doing? Thinking ahead. Ah, oh, man, what if one of our wide receivers goes down? We don't have a, a stud wide receiver, Alvin Kamara and... Michael Thomas are carrying the load. Maybe we should look at some of these guys. Let's let's bring in a couple and work them out and see what they got. Doesn't mean they're going to sign them. Doesn't mean that they're going to offer them a multi-year contract. Doesn't mean anything. But it means they're doing their due diligence. If Michael Thomas pulls his hamstring is out and is out four weeks starting on Sunday, right? Let's say he injures himself Sunday. Well, at least they've done their homework on Brandon Marshall, who's a free agent, and Des Bryant, who's considered the best free agent left on the market, and others. There's another receiver that I haven't seen uh, that is reportedly working out to. They're working out three wide receivers. But that's the point. To me, why the hell would you have not thought about this proactively? Proactively. Makes no sense at all. And I thought this was interesting. Bengals line yesterday. This is Dave Lapham on the idea... Uh, of signing Des Bryant and if Des Bryant could be a fit in Cincinnati. Here's lap on Des Bryant. Well, and the other thing is, what about, uh, do you think 
you know, Golden Tate was uh, worth that. Do you think Demarius Thomas was worth that? The problem is, A.J. got hurt Sunday. The trade deadline was Tuesday. He didn't have enough feel to know. The swelling, yeah. how much is, how, is the swelling an issue? Is it not? What's the injury? We don't really know. I mean, that was that was a tough, tough dynamic. I I hesitate to say that they'll make the Des Bryant <laughs> phone call. I don't I don't see that one happening necessarily. Um, but you know, honestly, if they go out against the New Orleans Saints and nobody steps up, yeah, nobody does a damn thing, and uh, Tyler Boyd's out there all by his lonesome, and and nobody is given any kind of support, they may have to think about those kind of things. But right now. Going against New Orleans, I don't think they're I don't think they're thinking about that. But it was with a bye week an opportunity to do something like that and put him in, you know, one on one with the wide receiver coach Bob McNell every single day of the bye and then you know uh, going into practice this week. So it was a time to think about it. But now that the bye week's passed, I don't see it. That's Dave Lapham on Bengals Nine with Lance McAllister every Monday, seven hundred WLW. For your out-of-towners, you can listen to that live on the iHeartRadio app. But you can get this podcast there. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's what's interesting about this. Seriously, here's what's really interesting about what Dave Lapham said there. And this this has nothing to do with Lap, because I love Lap. I think you do. I think everybody does. Um, And he's the the go-to guy when it comes to Bengals. But he said, oh, well, if the guys struggle this weekend, eh, maybe they'd consider it. What? Th- that's the problem. Oh, yeah, if our back is against the wall and we're in a corner and our guys struggle, and then, yeah, maybe they'd consider it. And this isn't what Lap's saying. He's just conveying, relaying information that he probably got from somewhere else. But that's a problem. That's my issue with how the Bengals have handled this whole thing. Stop being reactive. Whatever your industry is, if you're going to be reactive, you will not be as great as you can be. Period. The Bengals reacting to issues instead of proactively looking in case, that costs them. Because Des Bryant should be here today. Like, if I was GM, I promise you, this is what would happen. If he, he would have worked out last week, and if he looked good, the moment A.J. Green's injury felt serious, that could have been next last Wednesday, that could have been Thursday, that could have been Sunday. He would have been on a flight here signing a, a contract for the rest of the year. That, if he looked good in the workout, of course. Now the Saints are looking at him. Now, if the Saints like what they see, they might not even let him leave. Now, Des Bryant, who, let's be honest, if he signs with the Saints, People are going to be like, man, the New Orleans Saints are smart. They even got Dez. And rightfully so. And it's not just about Dez. Maybe you really like Jeremy Macklin, Bruce Ellington, Kenny Britt. I don't, it, it doesn't matter. you got to do your due diligence. Dave Lapa mentions Golden Tate, and I said this last week. Golden Tate has a lot of F you to him and, and a lot of uh, a chip on his shoulder. He's the type of dude. That wouldn't be afraid to go into Pittsburgh on a cold day with the AFC North title on the line. He's not afraid to, uh, oh, I've only been here for three weeks. We got Baltimore. This is a huge game. I'm going to go have 10 catches from Andy Dalton with A.J. Green out. I'm going to be his safety net along with Tyler Boyd. We're going to dominate this game. That's what Golden Tate brings. There's no denying his ability. 
and the Eagles are renting him for eight games in the playoffs, and then they're going to get a compensatory pick back, probably a third or fourth rounder. So worst case, they gave up. They moved back 40 spots in the draft a year later, and they get Golden Tate and remain a contender. I would have done that in a heartbeat if I were the Bengals, in a damn heartbeat. That's the point. Forward thinking. Forward thinking. Now this is a huge issue. This wide receiver room is an issue without A.J. Green. It is. You don't have Eifert. Giovanni Bernard's just returning. You don't have Tyler Croft. C.J. Uzama didn't practice yesterday. He's expected to play and will play based on what I've heard. But regardless, he did not practice yesterday. And we're busy still talking now for the past two weeks. I mentioned Des Bryant after Kansas City. It might even have been a week before that. And the Saints are working him out? The Saints are working him out. (sighs) A week ago was the trade deadline, 4 p.m. If you would have told me, oh, yeah, Des Bryant going to be on the field at Paul Brown Stadium, week 10 against the Saints, I would have been like, or or, week 10 Bengals Saints, I would have been like, whoa, really? The Bengals are really going to do it? No, it might be for New Orleans. And they might not sign him, but damn it, I want to watch. I want to see if he can still run. I want to see if he still looks like the guy who... Like, even people are like, Des is done. He had 800 yards last year. How many receivers do the Bengals have that have had 800 yards in their career? Boyd will get there. Boyd's on pace for 1,000 yards, but they don't have anyone. None. Zero outside of green. Zero. So why not do your due diligence? That It just it makes me so mad that it's like, oh, yeah, we might look at Des Bryant if our young guys struggle against New Orleans, but then it's too late for Baltimore. It's too late for Des Bryant to be a big help in Baltimore or Jeremy Macklin or whoever. Bottom line is, if you would have got Golden Tate or Demarius Thomas, the the A.J. Green injury wouldn't have been nearly as bad as we make it out to be. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. By the way, Joe Goodberry going to join me later in the week. Joe from The Athletic, who joins me every single week. By the way, let me see here. Joe was... uh, very um, tweeted out some stats here, and I'm going to steal them. I'm obviously giving Joe credit. He said Andy Dalton's played uh, essentially 13 games without A.J. Green. The Bengals are 5-7-1 and one in those games. Dalton has completed 60.7% of his passes for 3,148 yards and 12 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. He's had an 80.3 quarterback rating and averaging 20 points per game with Green out. That, to me... It's not going to work. And what I mean by that is, in this day and age, you can't have your quarterback post an 80 quarterback rating. You can't have your quarterback throwing 12 touchdowns to 10 picks. That ratio is going to get you blown out against New Orleans. You're going to lose to Baltimore, and you're going to struggle against Cleveland and Denver. You might win one of those or both of those games, but you're going to struggle against Cleveland and Denver at home, if that's, the, if that's the Dalton you get. So that's the other thing here. Can Andy Dalton be the dude that gets the most out of Ross, that gets the most out of Josh Malone, that gets the most out of the – he's going to have to be. And I totally get there's a lot of pressure on Ross, but there should be a lot of pressure on Andy Dalton too. A lot of pre- – he's got to find a way – to get the ball to Boyd, to get the ball to Gio and Joe in space. And I would expect Bill Lazor to do the same. 
You're going to hear more from Bill Lazor. You're going to hear more from Dave Lapham next. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals podcast. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm James Erpine, and welcome back into the Locked On Bengals Podcast. LockedOnBengals.com right now, you have some stuff on the A.J. Green injury. Jeffrey Carr wrote about the Bengals, as did Andre Edwards, Check it out now at LockedOnBengals.com. Before we hear from Bill Lazor, before we hear from Dave Lapham, more on that, let, let's hear this. I haven't listened to this. I'm going to hit play here. Kamar Aiken, by the way, was the other wide receiver that worked out for the Saints. Des Bryant's workout going to start shortly. Brandon Marshall already worked out for the Saints. Here's Mike Garofalo, NFL Network, on Des Bryant working out for the Saints. Not yet, though. And okay. this whole thing is kind of sort of weird, Andrew. I'm, I'll, I'll leave that at that, that part. I'll, I'll tell you. Let me give you what happened. This morning, uh, Kamar Aiken and Brandon Marshall worked out together. Des Bryant was not a part of that workout. I'm told that there is a later workout that he is going to be a part of. One other guy was supposed to be a part of this, Jeremy Curley, the former wide receiver for a couple of teams, including uh, the New York Jets. He didn't make it into town because there was a weather issue, so they turned him away and they said, you know what, don't worry about it. We'll just go with these other three. But Bryant is working out separately from those other guys earlier in the day uh, who have already completed their workout. I'm told that Dez's workout should be happening sometime around right now. So we will see what happens as the day goes on with whom they decide to sign here. I was told that they did expect the players coming in, that one person at least was going to be signed here. Uh, so we'll see what happens later in the day. Stick with us. We'll give you right. information as we get it. Uh, can you believe that? <laughs> can you believe that? And, and I just played that video real quick, and I hadn't listened to it, and you could tell I, I did a great job by talking over it at the beginning there. Are you kidding me? If Des Bryant signs in New Orleans, man. I... <laughs> <laughs> If Des Bryant's in the building on Sunday against the Bengals, I'm going to lose my damn mind. Des Bryant, 
Des, he has 7,459 career receiving yards, 73 touchdowns in eight seasons. 73 touchdowns. Chad Johnson had 66 touchdowns in his Bengals career. It's not like we're talking about a 37-year-old Des Bryant. He's 30. He's A.J. Green's age. He's younger than Green. And your opponent, who's one of the best in the NFL, is working him out and doing their due diligence. A well-run franchise in the New Orleans Saints. And he didn't, he didn't get a workout. He didn't get an invite last week. And I'm sure we would have heard of it if he did. What? I, I'm not saying he's going to kill his workout. I'm not saying that he's going to get signed. But damn it, by the time you hear this, the fact that there's a chance that Des Bryant is a New Orleans Saint is insane. And it's 2.18 right now Eastern time as I record this. Holy crap. Are you kidding me? This isn't for the later. Mike Garofalo tweeted this. The players coming in believe the team will make a move and they're not just taking notes for later. What? Ah, God, like that is, that's insane. That's insane. I'm sorry as a, like, I, look, they're five and three. They're still in it. That, that's the point. Like they could still win the damn division. Your star, your best player goes down. You have a wide receiver out there that has 73 touchdowns in just turn 30. 73 touchdowns. And instead, it's all, let's promote Auden Tate and not call that guy. Oh, well, he's got locker room issues. You don't think the Bengals are, like, Vontez Perfect is a distraction in the locker room. They dealt with Adam Jones for years. Des Bryant is is too much of a, no, he'd be fine. A.J. Green and Andy Dalton and Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard, Vinny Ray, they, they got, they're full of professionals stars, guys with talent that aren't distractions. The biggest star in that locker room is Joe Mixon. He's such a team guy. He would open up, uh, welcome Des with open arms. I'll speak for him right now. I could guarantee that. And the crazy part about this is from a football standpoint, John Ross compliments Des Bryant, who compliments A.J. Green, who compliments Tyler Boyd. It would fit in well together when you're talking about all the guys being healthy in the playoffs. It would fit in well together, and instead he might end up in New Orleans. I mean, it's a good landing spot there. If I'm Dez, I don't blame him, but my God. Are you kidding me? I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Let's hear uh, Let's hear some more from – man, I, I, sorry. I just I, – I cannot process that. I cannot process that. That is out of they're out of their damn minds. Um, but let's uh, let's get one more from uh, Bill Lazor. Here's uh, Bill Lazor on the Saints and what he saw from them last week when he watched them against the Rams. This from Adam Schefter's podcast. You know, I, I think you look at the numbers statistically how um, they've done a nice job stopping the run. You know, nothing happens in a vacuum, as we know. They're, they're moving the ball and scoring points on the other side of the ball. So, so that also, you know, they're able to put other offenses under pressure a little bit as a team. So we understand that. And I thought the Rams had some good runs against them. But, you know, then I also thought the Rams did a nice job coming back and getting back in the game after the 35-14. to 14. I just, I think, I think uh, the Saints do a nice job 
up front getting pressure. They've got some good players. Uh, you know, I think they're, they're working hard, as you can see from the uh, the trade for for the corner Eli Apple. You know, they're they're trying to get everything in place around it to be a balanced defense. And you know, when you're playing from from the lead, which they are a lot, then they're able to dictate a little bit. So, I I, I think I think we just spent a whole week really you're more than a week looking at ourselves Adam more than anything else I think when you're right in the middle of the season with the bye week it's it really comes at a good time you've put enough things in eight games on on video to really know who you are and study that and you know our our number one thing before we ever looked at the Saints and even even with some of what we practiced today was to deal with us and what do we need to do to get better and uh, I'm hoping we look back at this bye week and say we, we got that accomplished and we, we became a better team. That's Bill Lazer on Adam Schefter's podcast. Let's hear one more. I want to hear from Dave Lapham. This, to me, was hilarious. This is from Bengals line. Paul Alexander, recently rec- uh, let go by the Dallas Cowboys. Before that, he was the Bengals offensive line coach for years and years and years and years and years and years. Had been in Cincinnati for literally years and years and years longer than Marvin. Since 94, he was a member of the Bengals organization up until this season. Here's Dave Lapham with Lance McAllister on Paul Alexander and how he ran practice, uh, how he ran practice for the offensive lineman. This is hilarious, and I love that Lapham is being so upfront and honest about it. Here's Dave Lapham on Paul Alexander. Talking the talk is one thing. Yep. But when you walk the walk and, and totally support your talk by your walk, now guys are like, whoa, this guy, new sheriff in town, this guy means business. It doesn't matter how you got here. It matters what you do once you get here. And with Frank, every day you got to compete for your job. And Frank believes in not allowing people to be comfortable, not being a jerk about it, but always prodding them. You know, don't let them get comfortable. And he, the amount of work that those guys, you know, I know they track, they have like GPS monitors on every yeah. player. And they can tell you who's, who's running the fastest at practice every day and how many, how many steps and how much work they're doing. If they ran a comparative heart, you know, trace machine of the offensive line pre and post Paul Alexander, man, honestly, there were times where I thought, I'm a 66-year-old man, I might be able to get through his practice. Because they stood around killing grass so much. I'm like, dude, I think I could get through this practice. These these kids are are in their 20s. And, you know, they're not, he's not, he's not doing anything with them. He's not pushing them at all. And, and, and I'll tell you, I know I couldn't last Frank's practice now. I wouldn't last 15 minutes. They'd have to have the old the old heart machine out there. Give me the old charge. But, man, Paul now, it was who could kill the most grass. I mean, they had to resod where the offensive line worked out every practice. It's crazy. <laughs> Lap said he could finish practice at 66. Oh, my God. No, I mean – Look, the, the Bengals' offensive line isn't that talented, but I think Frank Pollock has done a good job. I really do. I think he's done a good job for this Bengals team in, in this Bengals line, which makes it even more maddening, makes it even more maddening that they don't have the weapons right now, that they're not willing to go get the weapons. Whether it's Dez or Golden Tate or Demarius Thomas, I promise you this. I, I promise you this. If I was the GM of the Bengals, I promise you one of those guys would be here. Think about it. It's not me speculating. Two got traded. One's a free agent. I promise you one would be here. That was before the A.J. Green injury. 
If I had known that there was a chance that he was at her, oh my god, I would have I would have reached out for De- for for Golden Tate and maybe Dez too. Might have brought two guys in. Find someone else to play special teams. See you, Cody. And I'm not even trying to be mean here. It's just you're five and three with a chance to win the division. Go win it. I'm sorry, I've been yelling. Normally, I'm not, I don't. Yeah, it just it doesn't make any damn bit of sense. None, zero, zilch, zero. And it's not fair to Andy Dalton, and it's not fair to AJ Green, and you know who else it's not fair to? Marvin Lewis. It's not fair to Bill Lazor. It's not fair that you're. It's not. It's not. It's not fair to Andy. It's not fair to Joe. It's not fair to Giovanni Bernard. It's not fair to AJ Green, who's going to be busting his tail trying to get healthy. It's not fair to any of them. What if he's out for a month and they go one and three, which is not crazy. You're not telling me a AJ Greenless Bengals team can't lose one of two to Denver in Cleveland and then at Baltimore and New Orleans. I think at best they go probably two and two. Maybe with AJ Green three and one, but I, I don't see them going to, to Baltimore now. Who the hell's who's playing wide receiver? Who? Because I, I'm the John Ross guy, but if he's your number two, who's number three? Alex Erickson? You're putting him in the slot? That means that Boyd's got to play outside. Boyd's better in the slot than he is outside. Ugh. I'm James Rapine. This is the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm frustrated. Maybe I'll be in a better mood tomorrow. This is good music, though, and it, def- it defines me right now. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Right here. This. I'm upset. Dez should be in Cincinnati. Here's your check. I mean, why wouldn't he be here? You got to bring him in. Instead, I'm just upset. I'm James Erpine. (laughs) This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. I mean, I'm not mad. You know, I'm not going to get mad at the Bengals. I'm frustrated with how they are. Again, if I knew AJ Green was there, they'd probably have two of those three guys. I'm not even sure they couldn't have gotten Deshaun. Instead, I'm upset. Back at it tomorrow. I'm James Erpine. I'll be in the Bengals locker room. Probably plenty on AJ Green tomorrow. Uh, Probably plenty on the Saints. What that challenge brings to to this Bengals team. You're going to have to score 30-plus to beat the Saints, even on a cold one. I hope Bill Lazor gets that, uh, that game plan going. I'm James Erpine. Have a great Tuesday. And... Real quick, 10 seconds on this. I don't give a damn if you voted. I get it, civic duty. Do you got to post a selfie about it? Like, you know, like, posting a selfie about voting doesn't make your vote count twice. Just putting that out there. Voted today. That's great. Good for you. Good for you. You know what I did? I had eight eggs for breakfast today. And I went to the gym. I voted too. None of the three are on social media. Zero. I'm James Erpine. I voted today. I'll be back at it tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. 
Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.